He is the rat up my proverbial drain pipe. It's Barney. Oi, oi. And her family tree must be a cactus because they're all pricks. It's Lukey. Woo, 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 woo. Before we get going, we've got a couple of shout outs. Oh, yeah. First of all, big up Kelly Andrews. Big fan, big supporter. We love your guilt. And a uh, special shout out to Ryan Frosting as well, chasing us up on Insta going, where's the pod? It's here, babes. <laughs> it's here and it's all for you. <laughs> Everything we do is for you too. So previously, yeah. we've had the Snatch Game and the Prehistoric Runway. Bimini was the winner. Tia and Lawrence had to lip sync. And then Tia finally, some might say, wow. sachets away. It's the, it's the rule of three really though, isn't it? Truly. But I think the whole of the UK is absolutely heartbroken. As soon as I went on Twitter, people were in pieces. People police. Yeah, absolutely gutted. <laughs> well, like I said, I think they should just get her on as a little talking head, like keep her on as a commentator. Um, I think the first point that we need to talk about is <laughs> a horrorous Macarena line. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't really even remember what it was, but I just wrote savage. Well, she said... Um, if when it comes to a lip sync, you want to be careful who you're up against because Tia's giving you Macarena, whereas Tasa's giving you Janet Jackson. What do you think you give, Macarena or Janet Jackson? Probably Macarena. Like a soft Venga Boys. Uh, probably a Hard Steps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was jokes when they were just all like, oh God, that lipstick shade is atrocious, isn't it? <laughs> Tia's <laughs> lipstick message. Just one final dig from the gals. Yeah, truly. One, just stick that knife in and twist it one last time. So then, of course, HRH, the Royal Queen of Shade, Ahura, yeah. starts off just a lovely casual conversation of who do you think should be going next? <laughs> <laughs> I love this bit. I was like, oh, like they just literally can't rest on the sadness of someone leaving for more than 11 seconds. And then they're like, right, who do we need to kick out next? <laughs> um, basically, everyone said sister, apart from sister who said Ellie and Lawrence who said Ellie and sister. <laughs> My favourite bit was when Taste was like, one of you get a badge, one of you fuck off, innit? <laughs> I love that we're seeing this much more razor sharp side of Taste, to be honest. Like, it's a seven month break. She's matured into a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I wonder, I wonder, I really feel like actually after this break, um, that the personalities of the girls are very different. Don't you? I feel like we're really seeing, especially in this episode, really seeing real um, evolution of the girls. Who's changed? Who's going through changes? 100%. She's going. A horror. Changes. 100% a horror has changed. Um, and I really think Tace has as well. Maybe it's all that rutting they've been doing. Oh, maybe. So then it's a new day in the workroom. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence saying that she misses Veronica. And then it's like the longest pregnant pause ever. I can't believe oh, they didn't like throw God. a tumbleweed across the stage or some crickets. We'll add some of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like she needed Tia to be there because Tia was really her main supporter. And now it's just like. Absolutely. I Who? Green? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the ill one. <laughs> Sending out best wishes to Veronica Green. I hope she's recovered from long COVID though. Yeah, that wasn't the thoughts of the pod, that was just the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do not endorse the, the, we do not endorse the thoughts of the work room. <laughs> um I also need to point out just the outrageously slim physique of taste. Like she just there was a cut to her and she was just like so, she's so elegant. She's like a lovely long praying mantis. Eloquent. Yeah. Um, And also the comments to Sister, I really thought she just takes it in her stride so well. Sometimes she does seem a little bit hot, which is obviously understandable Mm -hmm. because do not come for me on this day. No. But I actually thought when every single person in that room was like, you are 
garbage. She was like, do you know what, girls? We are sisters, though. Like, I thought she was, like, really quite fantastic at taking it. Yeah, she's always got a little one-liner to come back with. Yeah. And if not, she can just rest on them comedy teeth. <laughs> RuPaul comes in looking like a pair of 70s curtains. <laughs> and then probably one of the favourite mini challenges, the library is open. Le bibliothèque est ouverte. <laughs> With the reading challenge, how do you think you would fare? Would you have the book of reads ready to go? Yeah, I would have reads for any sort of generic stereotype personality oh, of wow. queen. So your comedy relies on stereotypes. Well, they'd be like, I'd have ones for tall queens, short queens, big queens, <laughs> little queens, funny queens, beauty queens. I'd just like, because you don't know who's going to be in there. I suppose after the break you would. But yeah, just like make sure I had a little Rolodex of hate in my head. A hundred percent. I would also as well, like that would be the first thing I would do when I get home on the first day. After having met all of the girls, I'd be like, right, let me sit down. What can I say about like what can I say about sister what can I say about Veronica what can Mm. I say about Ellie like I would go through each of them and think like what are their weaknesses (laughs) such nasty manipulating behavior how can I really attack them I laughed at every one of sisters I thought I thought sister was fantastic in this challenge I really thought she came into her own if I was on it I would want every single one of the girls to rock my shit I would want them to be like you're fat, you're ugly, <laughs> and you can't do anything. Like, I just want to be absolutely red to the ground. Like, Yeah, it's always really disappointing when, um, was it TKB's, I think one of the ones who just kind of like insults herself rather than yeah, everyone yeah, else. Yeah, takes like, off them weird ponytails. Yeah, it's like, come on, girl. Can I ask first, what was your favourite read? Well, it was a horror's read to taste. I nearly fell off my chair. <laughs> I had to I pause it and get the subtitles. It was... Last time you served me face, you was laying on your back with your tongue out and I was sitting on it. <laughs> God bless that bitch. Um, it made me choke. I like screamed out loud Same. and I had to go back as well. It's like, <laughs> you fucking bitch. Because the thing I love about it as well is that like, there's clearly such a, a difference between a horror and taste. Like, I feel like taste, even though she does cover it up well, like taste is clearly quite embarrassed when people like mention sex. Ever since a horror walked in the door, she's just been very balls first mm. she's been up talking about sex and stuff Whereas walk in like, the room balls first exactly where i feels like taste where i feel i feel it's like <laughs> uh taste has been a bit more reserved so i just love that like not only is she reading her but it's also like quite embarrassing <laughs> as well v graphic yeah absolutely fantastic uh, my favorite re- read was the like ellie diamond i think it should be ellie zarconia <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i thought kind of everyone everyone was okay everyone was all right I think the problem with Lawrence's reading challenge was she just fucks herself up with the expectation that she feels is on her. She has to be perfect for Glasgow or they'll lynch her when she comes back. Yeah, but also I feel like she's like, I'm the funny one. This is something I'm going to do really well at. Whereas others are like, do you know what? Like, I'm just going to try my best. Mm. So I feel like there's there's a real sense of expectation with everything she does. Um, So Sister is the winner of the reading challenge. Very rightly so, I thought. I'm really glad. I hate when the judges disagree with me, but then I also hate when they agree with me because then I feel like it sounds like I've copied them. (laughs) Oh, the terrifying insight into your mind. (laughs) She's a Gemini. Yeah, she's a woman of two sides. She's she's multi-layered. So then Rue announces that this week they will be making super Shiro outfits out of unconventional lockdown materials. So if you were on the show and Sister doing her 15-second scramble... Would you use that time to be scanning the room, looking for mood board items and piecing it together in your mind? Or would you just be fucking bull in a china shop? Well, I mean, I'd be seething something livid. <laughs> I 
think I'd try to be mood boarding. Mm. I think probably I would look at that and have an idea of what I wanted. Yeah. Because I'd always be going for the same sort of textures and colours. And what about you? I would just be like grabbing nutter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was taste carrying a massive roll of fiberglass? I thought you were going to say something about his dick. <laughs> I'm just so prepped at this point. Was like, Tace's- did I see Tace's <laughs> giant cock hanging out? Like, let it go, Luke. But did you though? No, I, oh. I don't. That's not what I watched the show for. Liar. A horror. Being like Inspector Gadget sneaking around between those two mannequins. I was oh, crazy. It was giving me real Alyssa All Stars with the gun. And the um, <laughs> yeah. I like the fact she's offering sexual favours for rhinestones because let's be honest, who hasn't? To be honest, I've done a lot worse for a lot less. <laughs> uh, for a couple of AB crystals, come on. <laughs> Crying when Toast was like, whose hands are these? <laughs> Very, very funny. Although I was absolutely fucking terrified at the beginning because um, we're going to give you a little TV intel as told to us by, I think I think it was Willem that I saw this thing from, because obviously queen of reality TV, um, saying that you can always tell who goes because they have the most amount of talking heads yeah. in the show because basically they're trying to like squeeze out all of the good shit and they want you to feel like there's like real narrative in the show. So it's like, if you're like, oh, uh, Veronica Green is being shown a lot more in this episode, she's going home. And they were showing taste so much. And I was like. As soon as I saw her heading towards those fucking copper scourers, I was just like, don't do it, bitch. Don't do that. Scream into the telly. Like, why are you doing this? You've seen season one. You've seen Canada's Drag Race. Like, they are tiny bits of metal. It's like wearing cheese graters on the runway you can't build shape with them you can't build a silhouette with them like they're not like a durable material that you can create a good garment with it's like who please tell me one person on the show that has done well by using scourers not one and i get yes that color will be gorgeous with your skin tone but that ain't that can't be enough yeah yeah your talent can't be scourers (laughs) raven is here okay we need to talk stop that tape mama (laughs) You pause that tape, Mama, because we need to talk. Raven. Golden goddess. No, not golden. Raven is doing blackface and the internet is ablaze. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. When when they first showed her, they showed her from far away. And do you remember last week I was like, wow, she's so glowing. She's so gold. When it came up and she was side by side with RuPaul, she is the same colour as RuPaul. Now, I did a little deep dive because I wanted to make sure that before I before I came for her on this day, that I was saying the wrong thing. She is Russian. So why does she stand before me? There is no part of her is anything apart from a white woman. Why does she stand before me on this day, on telly, as a proud woman of spray-on colour? <laughs> and it is, it, is, it is unbelievable. I was like, We're going to have to put a picture side by side of them two on the pod then. It, but it's just, I can't believe it. I thought she was just like she does trying re- to do a full gold look no she does rupaul's makeup so lest we not forget she well, maybe had, she forgot her own shade of foundation she's just dipping <laughs> she's trying to, into she's daddy's trying to cut costs <laughs> um so she does rupaul's makeup so she knows what shade she uses on a black man and then she puts it on herself so she knows what she's doing and that's that on that she looked absolutely gorgeous though she is absolutely gorgeous but why not serve her in the in her correct colour. Yeah. Rather than I just uh I didn't notice at all, yeah, like I just thought she was doing some kind of Oscar's look. Like Oscar. I can't believe that sister didn't know about or wasn't already using like beard colour corrector. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she was just trying to sort of 
be like, okay, Raven, yeah, good, good one. I felt like that they were trying to shoehorn in one of literally the most basic drug. Like everyone knows, that's like being like, oh, did you also know that you can uh, use a, a darker contour to create shadows on your face? Like, <laughs> like literally everyone, especially a queen. That are you honestly telling me that sister, sister, who she has a drag family, like. She also is a working queen. What, she's never seen a queen put on beard corrector. I really feel like what actually what she was talking about is she was like, I'm constantly having to shave against the grain and my face is very irritated. Yeah. Like, have you ever, have either of you ever dealt with that before? And then they were like, maybe you can use corrector. It's like, congratulations. I'm sure telling the, the British public about that might be useful to them, but I'm actually asking you a question about something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed mental. How about when Lawrence was like, I'm going to make something that is uh, both young and referencing sportwear. I went, Lawrence, you make my nerves bad. (laughs) Young young and sportswear. I'm sorry, that is not two words I ever think of when I think of you. Well, no, because later on in the episode as well, that he says like he likes to... Look like a MILF. Yeah, like... But I thought MILF, question mark. I thought uh, more like the nurse from Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Lovely matron figure um i'm not one to be over dramatic i wouldn't believe it if you would i thought i was going to die when bimini brought that piece of shit over as lawrence called it scrap heap challenge <laughs> like i was like please for the love of god bims you've got to change that I... like those tits and the the palms like unless she was just like um what's just was ashton kutcher's thing mila kunis no. Oh, punked. Yeah, she was just <laughs> punking us. Like, I was terrified. Listen, if there's one thing you know that I'm going to do, it is ride till I die for Bimini. Bimini is East London. And that is that on that. I know it wasn't like a, a sewing challenge, but it was made from found materials. And when I looked at it, I was like, I can imagine someone from East London wearing that on stage. We're not pageant gals. <laughs> You are looking at me and thinking the bullshit that is coming out of his mouth. I just think that like, yeah, it was absolute garbage. I'm not saying that. But I also think like, I looked at it and I was like, I know where she's coming from. She ain't trying, like, I didn't feel like she was trying to make a well-made garment. Does that make sense? But like, yeah, obviously I don't care if she wears like a bikini out of like dental floss and like used tampons, but not on the program that might kick you off when I need to see you on my telly for week after week. Yeah. We'll just think, the sooner that she gets out of it, the sooner you can be front row with your video camera. Screaming and crying. Screaming and crying at her live shows. Again, just in my notes, Tace. Me, me, our soul was going 50p, 20p with Tace and Bimini. Yeah. It's a lot. But this is what I love about them. Like, there's no, I don't want to see someone skating through. Like, you want to see light and shade to the girls, and that's what they're giving us. They're like, I am a superstar, but also, I am shit at this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fantastic for me. Oh my god! When Taste was like, "I better get listening to the song," I was like, "Don't you dare! Don't you, you put that iPod down, sir!" Like I was literally like, "This was a real. It was a real roller coaster of emotions, wasn't it?" I was like, in between the A and E rolling up for for Taste and Bimini, the terror in her eyes. I was like, "This is all too. This is all too much for me." You all better get some confidence and soon. Mm, tensions were running high. Yeah. So it's elimination day. My first thoughts for what a fucking shithole they've left that workroom in. <laughs> like a tornado's gone well, through. You're in a barn. Clean up after yourself. <laughs> um, and it's got some mirror chats. Oh, Sister yes. and Lawrence discuss sewing from a young age. And then it made me think, Barney, were you the weird kid at school? Um, not really. I was like, I mean, obviously I've always been a couple of Fruit Loops short of a barrel, but... 
Yeah. Sure. Um, no, not really. I wasn't really uh, the weird kid because I was basically just a young girl <laughs> around many other young girls. Do you know what I mean? Like what my... You're just playing hopscotch and skipping. Well, literally that. I mean, I suppose how... It depends how weird you think is a sort of like 11-year-old boy joining in Kiss Chase, but on the girls' team trying to kiss the boys. I don't know. How weird does that feel? <laughs> um, but not really. I don't think that I was... Uh, I was always very lucky that I had I was had a lot of friends. Hey, were you the weird kid? No, I was like the um, moody alt, alt one that every now and then some like Norm would come and try and be friends with me and I'd give him a couple of months and then... What I love is the polarity of you, the moody alt kid that lives in West London, this... Uh, Listening to uh, Tura Satanas and pretending to, to sleep with members of Marilyn Manson's band, <laughs> but then just zipping off Dan Devon and playing with the ponies all summer. <laughs> no one's there. Horse girl. You can't. No, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I would always sing sing the metal songs to my horses on hacks. <laughs> Why don't you come on down to Truffle Pig Farms? R. Where we can offer you. The best in artisanal, organic, corn-fed, hand-reared, locally grown, seasonal, synthetic lace front wigs. Because if you're getting delicately bred, then so should your wigs be. Be the prettiest little sow in the muck heap. Trufflepigwigs.co.uk Use code CLIFFANGER. For 15% off your order. That's code Cliffhangers. Now close that gate behind you. So then I guess we're moving on to the main stage. Now, yeah, sure, RuPaul, you look cute. Who doesn't look cute in a blonde updo? But now I'm really looking at her garments and yeah. the straps. You can see the edges of the sequence. Like, that that doesn't seem like a polished, like, well-made garment to me. I feel like if that was on someone else, they would have got red for it. Mm. And I don't understand why Rue's making all these claims about what other people are wearing. Like, compare any one of RuPaul's dresses to anything like most of those girls have worn on the runway and it just looks like something, someone's knocked it up in the back room. Literal bits of fabric wrapped around his body. Yeah. His. Well, this is the thing. And I wonder whether, I've said this before, I don't know actually whether Zordi does. Some of the gowns that Zordi does, sure, couture. Well, they're not really couture, that's a lie. But like, they are well-constructed, they're beautiful. Um, and Zordi is obviously a Emmy Gorgeous award, queen. Emmy award winning. <gasps> Can I just... We'll put a picture of Zordi up as a queen. 100% put a picture of Zordi up. Or maybe we'll do a little clip of, have, has everyone seen the advert that Zordi in when, he, when they get into the back of the cab? I don't know, have they? I don't know, but what, do, you, do you remember what advert is for? Nah. The song is, you're moving too fast. What's Some people. Yeah. Very 90s uh, groovy trips. And he, and Zordi gets in as a beautiful girl and then she starts putting shaving foam on shaving in the back of the car. The It's honestly one of the most iconic adverts ever. And if you haven't seen that, you really need to clock into um, 90s sort of palladium limelight times with Zaldi, Matthew Anderson and Rue hitting the New York 90s uh, club scene because that honestly fantastic um but yeah I, I wonder whether Zaldi does do their their gowns because the UK ones we have commented quite a few times on how basic they look I can't say especially that like weird plum yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, from yeah. last week not here for it uh joined by the gorgeous Michelle I'm gonna stop commenting on her because 
Why? Because you always be like, women support oh, women. <laughs> oh, did you want to finger her in an alley? So, yeah, women. Michelle was there. I mean, the question still remains, do you want to finger her in an no, alley? No, <laughs> I don't like vaginas. <laughs> uh, my Gemma, I said, absolutely stunning with them bottom lashes, but... She can fuck off. <laughs> uh, I, w- I'm, I'm going to repeat a point because it, it's worth saying. I'm getting sick of them just like having like random people. There are so many. Where is all of the fucking queer icons that Britain has to offer? Like, why are you, why is Maya Jammer? Why is Lorraine Kelly? Why is that like, literally every single guest judge they've had, like apart from Emanike, they should all be on the level of Emanike in terms of like visibility of queer icons. Like, where is Munro? But at least um, Lorraine Kelly was on a TV show episode. Like, what the fuck has Maya Jammer got to do with constructing clothes Put out of materials? Put fucking Paul O'Grady on it. Put fucking newly Batman uh, Philip Schofield on it. Like, literally anyone. Like... It is mental that they're just like, oh, who, who should we have on? Ugh, my, my jammer says she'll do it. Yeah, sure. Look. Cool. Uh, also, I know someone who DJed before her. Uh, she was getting paid about five grand compared to their £100. And she was using a pre-mixed CD and she kept wheeling up the tracks and then it was just like sending it back to the beginning of the mix. <laughs> I'm begging. Listen, the producers of Drag Race, I'm sure you're listening. Please, next season, hit us up. We can tell you some UK um, icons. Please, can we have people from the queer community that are that we are all going to scream over rather than, I swear to God, if you bring out Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, like people like Princess Julia should have been on the fucking panel. Yeah, like, and also like we uh, think about... Where's the- Boy George? Exactly, like literally anyone that has been like at the forefront of like queer liberation or like even like discussing, like where have, what, you're not going to have a single fucking trans judge, I don't think. Non-binary judge, like why isn't it reflective of our community rather than just that, oh, this is a radio host that nobody knows anything about. Like fuck off. So please, we'd like to see that change ASAP. The runway this week, lockdown super sheroes. Do you have any thoughts on what you could have done? This well, I found this really difficult. I found this really difficult because also as well, like would what like we were saying before, like would you have based it on like what you on the found materials? I tried I just thought I don't know what the materials are, so I just kind of tried to think of a punny uh quarantine character. I did. Well, my first thought went to that, you know, that amazing picture of like the person that's like constructing an entire garment out of masks. It's that sort of like bikini, yeah, yeah. Like, very Atlanta stripper. But I mean, I guess I wouldn't know until I saw the found materials. It would definitely be something in relation to COVID. No, it had to be. No, it was in, it was a hero. They weren't all in relation to COVID. It was lockdown super heroes. Yeah, but mine would be specifically in relation to like fighting COVID. Sure. Topical. Yeah. Uh, the best I could do after a, Real strong 10 minutes of rattling my and a brain. Couple of Sani Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she's like a strain of Spider Man, but instead of shooting webs from the wrists, yeah. I'm shooting hand sanitizers, squirting hand sanitizer. And would you do that on the runway? Yes. And it's not we, it's hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Although, quite often, it's mostly we. It's usually we, yeah. yeah. Can I just say how much I loved that they had their little boy bits at the beginning? <laughs> Not all of them are born to be actors, but... No, no. Some of them could do with a couple of, couple of little lessons at uh, Lee Strasbourg. I don't know. So first, stomping down the runway, we have Ms. Tace, a.k.a. Exfoliana Bolt. 
thoughts. My first was, love that pussy cat on her. <laughs> um, I, oh, this one hurt. This one really was like a dagger to, dagger to my soul. I, I knew it was coming though. At least I was prepped. Mm. And if you'd like to be prepped, get yourself down <laughs> to Dean Street Clinic. Um, I, first of all, my first thing is, what a cute boy. Just, I just thought the whole thing was very cute. The boy. And and then my as soon as I saw the outfit, my heart dropped. Mm. Although I did think, uh, and mainly probably because of the skin tone, I really thought she was giving Raven. The and whole Naomi out- does Raven as yeah, well. I- That's literally what I've written down. Raven <laughs> by way of Naomi Smalls. Yeah. Um, I thought that the, maybe it was because of the lovely little pussycat wig. And very when Raven, when, yeah, like Naomi did the black and the grey scale. Uh, and I just, as a visual... But honestly, she had she had more confidence in that front tiny thong than I do in the UK government. Like <laughs> honestly, like the did you see it was like holding on by like yeah. the tiniest bit? I was like, that is gonna pop, and then your nine foot dong is gonna pop out. Like, um, it was a lovely presentation. <laughs> Listen to the way that we cape so hard for taste. I'm like, oh the wig, oh the face. Like I'm literally just like skirting around saying anything bad. But what is it important is that we are not unbiased on this pod, and I'm gonna say it. It was shit. Wow, five truffles. I went five as well. I actually went six written down, but then I had to correct it in real life. You, get out of my brain, Lucy Cotty. <laughs> I literally, I, put, I actually put seven to begin with, and I was like, bitch. Then you saw everyone bitch. else. No, no, not even, it didn't even get to the end of the thing. I was like, look at that flaming mess on the runway. <laughs> Still a piece of garbage. Literally, I was like, look how bad that is. Like, if anyone, I was like, just thinking to myself, I was like, imagine if Tia had come down in that, what you'd be saying. I'd be like, one. I mean, luckily for taste, like the makeup and the hair is always gonna, Mm. she could literally be wearing anything. And also what's so difficult and so sizest is that I was like, oh my God, look at her fantastic body in it. Look at her long legs, which is like, again, that is not the challenge. Just learn from Bagger's mistakes. Learn from Lemon's mistakes. Yeah. And I, my heart dropped because I knew straight away. I was like, she's going to be in the bottom. Yeah. And then next up, we have Laurence. Laurence of Achania. Um, my first thing that I put is there was too many elements, much like the periodic table. I mm. just thought there's there's a lot going on here and I ain't got time to break it all down. You've got what, like nine <laughs> nine seconds on the runway? And I ain't got time to be darting over your jiggery poker. Straps and flats. Yeah, well, your jiggery pokery. You've got ruched arm sleeves. You've got you've got zips. You've got zops. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was all a bit much. And I thought that ain't for me. I said, hair cute. Mm. Liked the complimentary colours. Well made. Very polite for you. Um, <laughs> 6.5 truffles. I did six. It was referential of so many different period looks. Like, mm. there was like, was it? 50s was it was it 70 i don't know it was just like it it was not it wasn't cohesive at all to me which is strange because it was in a two-tone color theme so it really should have been cohesive Mm. um but it was just there was too much going on i feel like if she'd taken the arm things off maybe it would have been nicer but i don't know it just wasn't it wasn't for me but love lawrence and then next up we have a horror covid 19 okay i um 100 sure that we're gonna have said the exact same thing after three say the first thing that you thought of <laughs> when she came out you ready yeah three two one jurassic, jurassic park, park. <laughs> <laughs> i looked up it's actually called a dilophosaurus oh, i read it. it first as dilphosaurus i see where you're going with that inspiration <laughs> um literally i as soon as <laughs> when she first came out i was like oh fuck 
me now. Like I literally screamed, yes! My first note is, I screamed. As soon as she came out with them peacock shoulders and then she went and, and flared up, I was like, bitch. That to me was like a Violet Tchotchke on the runway with her two... T- two Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the belt and flipping look. When she popped out, and then to think that she constructed that motherfucking garment, like, the way that it is folded and everything, and then the movement in it, I was like, come on, bitch. You, like, you may not have won the first design challenge, but you done won our hearts. (laughs) You won our shots. Okay, we need to talk about a really serious thing, which has really been a hot topic on the Twitters. Mm. Do we think... It was a blue mask that she glittered with lips, or was it in reference to Sister Sister? Both. She was all in blue anyway for the NHS, yeah. but yeah, a hundred percent. The it was a like a, a nod to Sister. I thought the irony if she drew up and dreamt up that look and was like, "It's in support to the NHS," blah blah blah, blah and then she was like, "So I'll do a blue glitter mask to go with it," and then she was like, "But obviously, I need a lip. I don't want to, so I'll do a red glitter lip as well." And then that is. The most signature sister sister. Yeah, that's thing. literally her logo. <laughs> After sister, she says sister sister has copied her, and she's now winning a challenge dressed up as sister sister. That is very multi-dimensional, and I'm I'm having a heart spasm. I thought it was like a, a playful fuck you. Really? Yeah. But I saw on Twitter that Ahura was like, "Get over it. It was just a mask." But I believe she does have the capacity to be shady sometimes. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. How interesting. Now I feel like we are going to fight. I mean, straight up, I gave Ahura a 10. I gave her a 10 as well. Mm, that's a 10. I loved the hair. I loved the stiffness of the cape. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was, yeah, an obvious 10. Yeah, I just thought it was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, and then next up, I maybe we're going to fight about this one. We have Bim Bimmers. Dr. Isabella blows a lot. And again, another fantastic fucking queer reference. Um, Well, I say queer, uh, Isabella Blow, even though I don't want to obviously erase her potential pansexuality, she was married to uh, Detmar Blow, fantastic name, Detmar, but another incredible fashion link as well. Uh, Well known for buying up uh, Alexander McQueen's first ever collection uh, when he was at CSM or LCF, I can't remember which one, uh, when he was at university um, and basically skyrocketing his career gorge um and also with philip tracy as well like sort of someone that worked uh it's like a fairy godmother yeah exactly a sort of fashion fairy godmother mm. um so like another fantastic reference uh there now what are your thoughts oh, i was just so relieved initially why that she wasn't in that fucking okay, okay other outfit yeah. of course i was obsessed with the super thin brow yeah. i loved the slip back it's very, on it's her a very you look. gorgeous drapery i gave it Oh, go on. You say your comments well, You said gorgeous drapery and we locked eyes across this room. And I thought uh, that anything draped, them referencing that it's like, oh, it's very, very Westwood has become the new, it's very Italian vogue for anything that they think is remotely conceptual. Very. <laughs> very abstractly Bowery entity. Yes. They have, what I love about, me and Lukey crack up about this at Drag Race so much, there's like certain things, visual clues that like, if anything is like remotely out of the box a bit unique they'll be like oh it's very italian vogue when it's like what makes that difference from sort of uh turkish vogue anything that ever involves feathers as well they're like oh so mcqueen um, and they do it with westwood as well when anything is like using tartan or it's yeah. draped they're like oh the west the westwood reference is so clear here but actually 
with Bimini's it is. The rest so, of yeah, 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 yeah. And also, as someone that has built their look on Pamela, Pamela Anderson, and Pamela Anderson is obviously modelled for Westwood, great friends with Vivian and Andreas, and is always in draped Westwood clothing. That is probably, she probably understands Westwood. I really feel like well. me and Bimini are... Soul Sisters. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it too. I said actually that I think it's it was clever construction. I thought, you know, she's not a seamstress. She knows her way around a hot glue gun. But I thought the, the draping and stuff was nice. Mm. Um, and I gave it a seven. I gave it a nine. What? Just, I thought, I think maybe because I was so relieved of what it was going to be. And then she just had the lovely slick back hair and just looked all like tall and lovely and gorgeous. <sighs> Listen, I'm going to, the hair. Well, I Honey. hadn't seen that until Honey. the the uh, the close up. I thought it was just nice and slick back, but we'll move on. We'll get to that. <laughs> it's like how dare you critique anything that Bimini Dow brings down the runway again? And next up, we have it's Ellie Diamond, exuberant Ellie. Now, this is possibly the most gay a person can look before they start like sneezing out AB crystals. Like <laughs> this look was this was so saccharine and sugary it made my teeth hurt. This look, this is. I mean, it was, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, it was way Ring. too Katy Perry for me. Yeah, it was too busy. But you may notice a running theme here, what I'm about to say. You might be even be able to guess it. The face. Gorgeous. Absolutely incredible. For me, you know what we were saying about, like, taste? Like, she can literally come down covered in cuts from metal scourers in that piece of whatever that was. And you're like, but. The face saves it. It's Ellie. Like, I think that if Ellie's head, if we were playing a switch around and Ellie's head was on anyone else, and I, I think that I would have came for her a bit bit more. Mm-hmm. But the face to me is so, so good that I just can really excuse pretty much anything that happens yeah, from the, really from the chin down. And even though she's got her sort of usual style, she does mix up like bits of it every Absolutely. week yeah, like yeah, definitely. one thing that she does which is a clear thing also that Lawrence does so maybe it's something with being a Scottish queen and them not having the money from the gigs um, and coming from areas where their drag is not remunerated properly is th- whether you like their style or not the construction is always there and yeah. I thought that like when it came out I was like mm, not for me but then upon actually looking at the detail of it I was like this is it's always so well made well, yeah, earlier on in the workroom, I was thinking, Ellie's a crafty queen. Like, she's got to be feeling confident yeah. with this. And look at that. Any fucking queen, first of all, you've got Lady Rubella herself saying that she doesn't want to see any fucking H&M. And to, especially from Michelle as well, there's always a lot of conversation about, like, you don't need money, but dot, dot, dot. Yeah. That they always say, they don't want to see anything off the rack. Everything needs to be handmade. The hair, blah, blah. It's always like there's always a precursor to them saying that like you don't need to have money for, for good drag, but there's such an expectation. It's like, okay, you may not need money, but like, even if you're going to rhinestone the hell out of it, do you know how expensive rhinestones are? Isn't like, it? like it's, it, 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 there's just a real disconnect in the reality of what it's like to be a queen that isn't making much money from their art. Well, they're from the bloody boomer generation, didn't they? They bought their drag outfits for 3p. Yeah, exactly. Sitting in houses that they bought for £11,000. <laughs> I feel so strongly about the barrier that is created of like, if you want to come on this show, you're going to need 25 custom outfits and 25 custom wigs and like all of this shit that like you need a certain amount of money to succeed in this competition anyway. But they are such champions of proving that actually you can make incredible outfits regardless of taste you can make incredible outfits actually out of nothing because ellie does every single bit of hair herself mm. and if she's buying a 30 pound wig and then making them fantastic i mean i'm pretty sure 
judging by the size of her wigs that they've all got about nine wigs in. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if, if she's making them fantastic wigs herself and then also all that she's paying for for them outfits is the materials, mm. come on. Like they are the definition of Crafty Queen. She could do a masterclass. Truly. Ellie, online classes, come on. <laughs> I gave her six truffles. It's cute, but I've seen it before. I gave her seven because in, upon further inspection, the it was very well made. Next up, we have Sister Sister, the Garden of Sheedon. I thought, first of all, Sister Sister, when they came out as a boy, looking quite fit. Sister, if you hear this, hit me up. <laughs> brother, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're into a little boy-on-boy action. Uh, yeah, I just thought you looked quite fit. Um, My uh, first thought was... This is an art attack. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really liked the concept. I thought this was very abstractly Barrientor too. Mm. Um, Face was gorgeous. Gorgeous. And and probably the, the strongest I felt about that, that when I saw her face, I thought like, she looks really pretty. Maybe it was because I was feeling a bit super squelchy from when she came out for it as a boy, that then I was like, she looks really beautiful. Mm. And just like the way that she's painted with like the big eyes and maybe them new gnashes as well. Just a very sort of cartoon-like. Yeah. Uh, uh, custom Florencia hair. Mm-hmm. That sort of like cotton candy pink cool whip. Yeah, she called ice it an gem. ice cream wig. Yeah, uh, really liked that. I just really liked the concept. It was very in the night garden. What I don't like is when everyone's like, we can't see your body. It's like, clearly she's not trying to show her body. It's not like she's like masked it by one thing. It's like, yeah. there's been no, zero attempt at all. Like she's not trying to create a silhouette. She came out in like... Either the promo look or the Meet the Queens as a literal, like, Violet Beauregard in a circle. Like, she's not out here trying to, like, show you, like, snatched waist Yeah, and also, like, she is tiny. Like, she's shown you snatched waist. It's not like you're like, oh, we we need to see whether you have body or not. It's like, you can see that she's had body. Like, you don't need to show. This is is one thing I always find really difficult about the critiques. You don't need to show the drag standards every single week. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you can pad... Show it one week. She's serving body. She knows how to serve body. When you have Max with the grey hair, they're like, we'd like to see you in something other than grey hair. She shows it once, they can go, and then they can go back. With Sharon, they're like, can you not do spooky? Cool. Show us just glam drag. She does it once, she gets to go back. But there's this like weird thing, especially with silhouettes, that they're like, say, we need to see silhouette, and then they demand to see it every single... Like with the door. Mm. They demand to see it every week. And it's like, okay, I've showed it to you once. Like, I can do it. I just choose not to. doesn't make my drag... If they came out in like bodycon silhouette hugging things every week, then they would get cussed for... Sort of relying on that body. Exactly. You can't win, can you? No, and everyone knows not. Sister. Everyone. We all know Sister is quirky and wacky. So it's like... She's a wacky girl. She's a wacky gal. And also as well, like, it's so boring that your constraints of what drag is... Drag is not female illusion. So therefore you don't always need to show silhouette because... If you're not trying to do female illusion in everything that you do, then, like, why would you need to show silhouette? But I hate to bring up as so, well, like, women come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. She There's may, not just, like, one body. She may be the size body. of a garden. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so boring, like, and it's such... Whenever... That really makes me switch off when they say shit like that. Because I just think, like, come on, we're living in 2021, and if you can look at, like, would you would you look at Hungry and be like, do you know what, like, actually, that garment is really shapeless. It's like, Hungry is not trying to serve you body. She's not trying to serve you, like black china hourglass in every single thing that she does it's like that's so that's such a boring way to look at drag as if like what if she's trying to serve you alien what if she's trying to serve you literal like you said violet beauregard it's just it's so reductive to be like where is the body yeah it's i just i got annoyed with that and so therefore like it made me super hot listening to all of their just what i thought were like baseless critiques i was Mm. like you know what like if you're just 
Say, say it with a full chest. Say, I don't like your concept. Say, yeah, it is busy. There's a lot going on. I can't see your body, but like, I don't like the concept. Mm-hmm. That's what you mean, rather than hiding behind like, oh, we just can't see whether you've got hips or boobs. <laughs> cool. So how many truffles? I went seven. I gave 6.5. And can I just point out that realistically, if I was going to go by who should then be in the bottom by my own truffles, then it should be Lawrence and Tace. Because I actually scored Lawrence lower than Sister. But obviously Sister's had a couple of brushes with the... Mine would with be the Ellie and Tace. Ellie and Tace. Mm. Yeah, but I think we're both in agreement that whatever the weather, Tace is going to have to sing for us. <laughs> uh, which is difficult. So, Minger and Zinger, what did you think of wigs on the runway? Wigs, wigs, wigs on the runway. My uh, Zinger was a horror's lovely, just sort of like bone out, sexy bedhead. Same. I, as soon as she came on, I was like, Ugh. Do you remember that reference we always used to send back and forth to each other, the Moschino runway? With yeah, all of them, just never like, quite could get it, could we? Yeah. Um, so I went sexy bedhead for a horror, but with honourable mention too, Tace's bus driver. Sure. Loved it. What about you for the zinger? A horror. Yeah, thought so. Um, and your minger? My minger, initially... Sorry, sis, it was going to be her pastel pink wig because I didn't really think it went with the primary colours. It reminded me a bit of the fairy godmother from Shrek. But then when it showed Bimini in the close-up, I was like, okay, that's going to have to be me, Minga. <sighs> very, very difficult. And I hate to say this because obviously, sweet angel baby. But I feel a bit, I feel possibly a bit better about it because I feel like it, it does look like she did it herself, which sure, maybe she just rustled it up. It would be Bimini's as well. But this is going to get trickier and trickier Yeah. as the less and less girls go and they're just all the best, best girls staying. Like, we're going to have to really be putting out some zingers, which are to be mingers. And I think what's important to point out as well is that, like, I think pretty much every single week Bimini has been my zinger. <laughs> so at some point, the mighty have got a full, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and then we head over to the critiques. It's when Rue was like... I was annoyed last week because they were all very low quality, but you really came through this week. I thought, well, Tia's not here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, honestly, the, the construction of the garments has just really gone up since last week. And what's different? It's like, <laughs> oh, poor Tia Maria watching at home being like, oh, I'm really going to be paying for that ice cream look for the rest mm. of my life, aren't I? <laughs> She's going to have to own it and make it like her merch, her logo. and Absolutely. Just... Ice cream queen. Yeah. Uh, taste. Unfortunately, but rightly so, does get it about the uh, scratchy gash scourer look. Let me tell you, when it was close up on Tace and you could tell her face, she she was, she, you could see that she was a bit shocked that they were going so hard. But there was a point when it cut to her and I thought she was going to cry. And I was like, dear God, if this bitch lets tears fall down, then I will, I will go and burn that studio to the ground. I can't watch her cry, not on BBC. No, I've actually got something to say. <sighs> say it. Um, I find it very rude of the judges. They said this on both Tace uh, and Bimini that they say not much effort went in. Um, you you have no concept or idea of how much effort any of these girls put in. Like maybe the out the the outcome wasn't that good, but Tace did spend hours doing that. Bimini made two outfits, so I think effort is the wrong word. If you don't like it, just say that. But you can't project or assume how much effort they put into it that i think that was really rude so valid so valid what you need to say to them realistically which is obviously harder to hear but a fairer and more useful critique is to be like what you are serving at the moment is you're not is not at the level of the others rather than being like it's lazy 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. Like she literally just, like, cut up her whole fucking hand yeah. to make this. How long was she in fucking A&E? <laughs> so, yeah, I did, didn't care for that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Just to pick up what you said there, uh, Lukey. Uh, Michelle seems to always know the material. She's like, now I know that material. <laughs> it's like, bitch, how, like, what is she burrowing away in her workshop 24-7 when she's not judging? Like, like, oh, congratulations, you've been to an Ikea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have actually touched plastic before, but <laughs> congratulations. But she says that, and that's what I mean. Like, Maybe it's because now that with the UK one, it's like we love the, know and love the girls so much that now when they're giving them these critiques, it's like it feels feels extra personal but I feel like just a lot of these critiques I felt like you're being lazy it's boring I'm just hearing the same things over and over again and with having the American one and it's like oh you said that to so-and-so blah 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 mm. blah but it just all seems a bit lazy um when they close up when they did a close-up on Lawrence her face was so soft and so young and I thought Raven you did help her because I really mm. thought that actually she looks so severe normally mm. and she did that it, it really uh, made her face look a lot more youthful did Ellie have cliffhangers on the runway? Now me eagle eyes oh! can't stop looking. Fight the break of dawn. You are really, <laughs> really going in on these cliffhangers. Congratulations. Thank you. We'll put we'll put another picture up and we'll do another Thoughts vote. on our merch, a sort of uh, a tile of many, many different potential cliffhangers of the season. Well, Bob's, uh, one of my season ah! three dreamcasts, she actually sent us multiple pictures of her in cliffhangers and she calls herself the cliffhanger queen and i think that we need to respect that because (laughs) let me tell you first of all shout out to barbs she sent through about 15 videos that prove (laughs) that no one has hung onto a cliff like our girl barbs honestly it is unbelievable how far out of a shoe this girl can get her big toe. Is she buying them from like Tammy Girl Kids range? I'm going to say she's a she's a size 11 and she's <laughs> squashing into a lovely Lucite Pleaser size 4 to 5. Um, and absolutely, congratulations. I like to think that because her bestie is Bimini, that Bimini, because she's a tiny, tiny little girl, that she was just like, I can't be bothered to buy new shoes. I'm just going to... Uh, she gives her a hand me Bimini. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, but you know, I'm like th- six sizes smaller than you. She's like, do you know, I'm going to make it work. Really that Cinderella fantasy, yeah. isn't it? Um, I was creasing when Graham Norton said about Sister Sister, uh, it looks like a children's entertainer if you hate your children. <laughs> <laughs> you can really understand that. Yeah. 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 Okay, hating all children. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if Lukey's ever been around your children, she hates them. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Maggie. Hi, Vinny. <laughs> so when they critiqued Ohora, I said, you, I was willing them. I was, I was goading them. I was like, you cannot fucking critique that shape. I will give each of you four hours and that material. And if you can come up with anything that is remotely close, I'll give you a repeat of that shape. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that is a designer made a garment out of found materials. Like, yeah. And so I was like, w- literally willing them. Um, I'm glad she dropped the redness of the British and just went blue NHS. 100%. And also the shout out to the NHS. Like, always. Uh, always. Um, we love you, Cherry Valentine. Love you, Chevy. Uh, Gaga is such a basic reference for when it's like, oh my God, it's drag. Very, it's very... Very deep-powery. Like, yeah, very uh, <laughs> Italian though. Gaga, yes, Gaga. Um, but... It was very gaga. <laughs> when Graham Norton was like, I wanted to give you a standing ovation, I was like, that is the best. Apart I wish from, you had to have done. Apart from Bimini, uh, apart from when they were like, you are, it was a masterclass to Bimini. I, mm. put, I put that, I think that was the best critique that we've had all season. 
But when they came to critique Bimini, I thought it was strange feedback. I feel like, because they look at her and see a winner, I feel like they are almost a bit scared to critique her fully. Like it was kind of negative, but they were also kind of celebrating her. It was just strange. I feel like if I was if I was Bim Bimmers, I wouldn't like know how they felt really. Mm. Maybe they, maybe it was more clear unedited. Yeah. But I feel like they were sort of like, you look fantastic. The garment is fantastic, but it's also absolutely awful. Like it was. I don't think they went that hard on her. They, I thought they were just kind of saying. They were, they were like celebrating that it had clear references to uh, Westwood, which is like, you would think like, oh yeah, yeah, I can really see a reference to it. Like that means well constructed. It has clear period references, like everything that Westwood is, and saying that it's like the work of the most famous British designer. Mm. But then also saying like, I don't, they were saying that they don't like it. They were saying like the paper throws off the silhouette and Mm. it doesn't look, you couldn't see shape in it. So it was like, I I don't know, I wouldn't feel confident with how they critiqued it. Well, now there's no tops and bottoms anymore either. So you're kind of no man's nerd. Um, (laughs) How many jokes can we and the drag race world make out of the use of top and bottom? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I've put Ellie Diamond. I don't agree personally with the critique. Me neither. I was surprised how happy they were with it. I feel like if that had been in the sugar ball, they would be like, that's overkill. We are, we are the sugar sugar babies. babies. Um, That always reminds me of... Jinx. Oh yeah, that that always reminds me of Jinxie with a little cross eyes. She looking all cute in her little fluffer gal. Oh god, and Roxy getting all pissed off of the lollipops going the wrong way. God, she was she was nasty that season, but she's had her redemption. But give her a sewing challenge, and she'll give you what you want. And then sister, sister, what I loved is she was making them piss, absolutely piss when they were critiquing her. She was giving them all the jokes, and I thought this is a real good. Um, if you were to leave this this episode, I thought this is a really good one for you to go out on because I thought not only have you left on showing them an outfit that is like quintessentially sister sister, she's saying fuck you to the rules of what you think. Like this is not female impersonation. Mm. Where is your big wig? Where is your pads? She's like this is. I have given you a a nightmare. Also, she was like very funny in the reading challenge. She won that mini challenge, and then I thought she was really funny when they were critiquing her backstage and untucked. It all seems v heated, doesn't it? Well, yeah, so Ellie confronts the girls who all said that she'd be next to go and being like, I'm in the top, bitch. Now what? Say something. Well, I've, uh, I mean, it's just fair enough. All it takes is just for one judge to be like, I really actually didn't like that at all. And you're sort of like, you could be in the bottom. Like, mm. it's at this point, it's like, it's 50 50 whether you are like, who is going to like solely be in the top? You need to have done amazing on the main challenge and on the runway. Like, it's just. It's too difficult. Like everyone is going to have some critiques and you just got to decide whose critiques are the strongest, I guess. Yeah. I would be going around to getting people's faces going, oh, how does it feel in the bottom when you thought I was going to go home, bitch? <laughs> Do not come for us on this day. Ellie was seething, but I thought quite rightly so. Yeah. Um, but if Ahura didn't win at this point, I would have cracked skulls. Like I was like, I know that Ellie wants to win. We all want to win, honey. I love you. I get it. But if like that was, that was one of the best constructed things that's ever come, definitely come down the UK drag race mm. runway. But I thought it was just, it was so fucking good that I thought if, if she is not given her flowers on this episode, I will. Well, yeah, because we know in our heart hearts what should happen, but these judges be trifling and they like yeah. to all just be throwing, pulling stunts. So stunts it could have been Ellie winning and I was a bit worried. Yeah, me too. Because Especially because I like didn't like, even though I would 100% uh, champion that it was very well made and that I, I, she, it was a good design, I personally, it wasn't to my taste. 
Um, so yeah, I was I was on tenter hooks, honey. Tenter hooks. Mm. Um, how much did you love? Oh, give it gave me a West Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stealing that. Um, but yeah, I was I was a bit scared, and but I thought it would not surprise me if these basic judges were like, oh my god, super cute, super girly, love the rainbow sprinklesness of it, mm. and gave it to Ellie. If you did not crown a horror for this one, some jaws will be spun. I just hate to see all the honeys fighting. Same. It's not it's not good TV for me, it's too it gets me nerves going, Luke, so I don't mm. like it. I really hate it, Cathy. So it's pretty clear who the tops and bottoms are, yeah. and then a horror <clears throat> wins. I was literally with my arms clapping overhead. Like a seal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, Tace and Sister Sister in the bottom. Did you think that was deserved? Ish. Definitely taste. <laughs> uh, definitely taste, but I don't think it should have been sister sister personally. I feel like realistically it should have been for me it should have been Lawrence. I felt in my heart of hearts that taste wasn't gonna leave, but I still felt absolutely sick to my stomach. I thought there's no way. They can't let her go not after this. <sighs> I could not believe the song choice. I was like, okay, okay. So we've seen taste kill memory. Now let's give this bitch something to dance to. Let's see these Janet Jackson moves. Jess motherfucking Glynn, are you joking me? I was so, so livid. <sighs> like, as soon as it kicked in, I was like, what is this, Aquafit down at the local wreck? Like, <laughs> Jess Glynn, I want to see the girls, sh- I want to see the girls go fucking mental. I want to see them burn a hole in that floor to this dog shit MS advert music. I don't think so. I was I was so angry. Like, how dare... We have been waiting to see. Tace is one of the best performers in London. L- we've been desperate to lose our minds at one of her performance, and then you give her this. I just don't understand that the choice for it to be a song by a UK artist is stronger than the choice for it to be a good entertaining lip sync song and they can get they can literally get anything maybe they're running out of budget for music or whatever but like they have access to literally anyone and i really feel like actually the music choices for the lip syncs have been a bit odd this uk season so give us some samantha fucking mumba oh please (laughs) what a lovely central body to body (laughs) lip sync lovely imagine they use a mystique number all I want is a mistake song. Um, Imagine them giving us the scandalous. elixir. <gasps> I said, get up, get up. It's a one night stand. Uh, this was a real like wasted moment of what could have been a fantastic, fantastic moment for Sister Sister and Tace. Because we've seen Sister gives it some fucking welly. Yeah. When Ginny left, she was going in hard. We could have had a sorry, not sorry mm. moment. A um, little battle royale. Yeah, exactly. And I just, it was, it was a disappointment to me. But I did love Tace's end position. It's so funny because last week I was like, how fucking dare sister, sister say like, you need to think about your outfit on the runway just in case you have to lip sync on it. But then as soon as she started, I was like, poor baby, like it's going to be really hard to lip sync in that. And I just thought she can't really give shape and she can't give like... Once again, that that big karma. Yeah. And I thought actually like that is, she's kind of got a point, but now it's coming back to bite her in the ass because it was... As chameleons often do. Yeah, it's not, it's not an easy, that was a difficult outfit to lip sync in but i actually like i have a real like you said real lack of notes there wasn't really much thought because i was <laughs> too busy concentrating on how much i hated the song Same. so taste days unfortunately sister sister we'll miss you miss you oh we will i absolutely cackled and nearly fell off the sofa when sister was like 
I'll be excited to see who wins this because I all thought they were all awful and lacked everything. I thought that was <laughs> so funny. Like maybe some people will think that comes off as nasty. But I think she's just fucking deadpan and I, yeah, I did actually like, cackled like a witch. I really liked her leaving thing as well because it's just like, I think there's such a, um, there's such an insistence on that you need to leave with a, they got me, gal. Like something that will be like, there's always time for a cocktail. Mm-hmm. Something that's going to be really memorable. But for her to just like go up and be like, can't remember it mm. it's like she's like constantly just sort of like poking fun at how it's just all ridiculous and stupid um and then we get to see next week and i screamed why did i scream because of rupaul's fucking look i screamed because of dawn friend Dawny. i love her just do you know what i always think about i always think about the fact that dawn french and lenny henry were married imagine the lols they had two fucking jokes people that's what uh, i always think about julia davis and julian barrett i saw yeah. them together in camden once pushing a pram and i thought I wish I was that baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm baby. The time has come at last. Let's talk season three, Dreamcast. Hit me. Who's your your Dreamcast, girl? This week, I've gone Luna Bundy. Uh. Luna like the moon. Bundy like Ted. She's just (laughs) super sexy, super modern, really cool. Uh, <laughs> you sound like someone's mum describing her like she's very cool very modern no but you know like some people like not every drag queen is cool yeah, yeah and she yeah, just yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, a cool yeah. bitch yeah um she's a cute boy and she does super cute custom color human hair units <gasps> so that's a sister keep close Ennett, don't think i ain't jumped i've already jumped in the dm <laughs> in that price list. my season three dreamcast is dakota schiffer oh <laughs> The literal epitome of an angel. <laughs> um, she's always giving you sort of like these gorgeous 60s. First of all, you need to go to her. To, uh, what was Luna Bundy? Luna Bundy. At Luna, L-U-N-A Bundy. But after you've gone and shown some love to Luna Bundy, go over to Dakota.Schiffer. That's S-C-H-I-F-F-E-R. As in... Schiffler's List. <laughs> as in da- daughter of Claudia. Um She's always giving you these, like, there's something so soft about the way she paints. And she's giving you these absolutely fucking gorgeous, like, 60s Sharon Tate references. um, And just very, like, sweet angel baby doll. Um, And just, yeah, go and show her some love. Your rose and thorn of the week. My rose of the week was that, the moment with the coat. (laughs) I just thought that. Dinosaur. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dinosaur pop was just everything for me. My, and my thorn of the week is, don't ever play Jess Glynn again. (laughs) songs the gals can dance to yeah give the gals party jams that's all we want either a party jam or an 80s power ballad i need to see the girls break down or work it out (laughs) um yeah so that was definitely a thorn it's a thorn it's always been a thorn in my side if i'm honest the jg Mm. um may she forever be waiting outside of sexy fish My rose has got to be a horror peeking through those mannequins. <laughs> Just yeah, so yeah. cute and cheeky chops. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my thorn was Bim's original outfit. It just honestly made my heart sink. I was just so scared. Yeah, 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 absolutely. A very rough 12 minutes. Well, that's about all we can squeeze into this week's episode. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we've enjoyed chatting about it. Uh, always a pleasure, Luke. Always a pleasure. And if you just keep an eye out later on in the week, we're going to have a very special bonus episode interviewing someone you'll definitely know and want to hear all about. Definitely. Something special this way cometh. (laughs) Um, But until then, see you later, gals. Bye.
Bye.